Front Porch Radio presents Circle Unbroken with Taft Ayers. I was standing by my window. Here we go again. I hope that this finds you right now in the middle of a moment where you have a decision to make and you are thinking, am I going to go right? Am I going to go left? Am I going to go forward? Oh, dear God, please don't let me go backwards. All right, this is Taft Ayers here with Circle Unbroken, and I am joined by my right-hand man, Clayton. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Taft. Good afternoon. <laughs> it is a good afternoon. I didn't know today if I was going to be freezing. Um, I, I walked out today and I said, baby, uh, what, what is it that I need today? And in the current way that we live our lives, uh, she looks at me and we said, Alexa, what's the weather? <laughs> because I needed to know if I would be freezing uh, here in this Tennessee environment. Uh, they'll tell us all the time, if you do not like the weather, just give it five minutes. And so I wasn't sure what we were going to be encountering today. As we let in today, we had that statement that we hope you find yourself in the middle of a moment where you are having to make a decision what step you are going to take. I have been hearing a lot from different people that are, whether or not it's their employment, whether or not it's their church, whether or not it's their community, which basically covers the whole circle and broken audience. People are having to make decisions. They're having to make decisions on what am I going to do next? I think that happens a lot in the springtime. Don't you? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I remember back in college, there would be somebody who, you know, they were all huddled up with their honey and they were having a good relationship and they would make it through Christmas and then they would make it through Valentine's Day. And then here would come the spring and it's that, that spring fever, the idea of, are we going to break up? Are we going to make it? You know, will our relationship go the summer? So I just think it's decision time. I think there's something to that. That's true. I really, I, I believe that. I, I hate it. Um, because yeah. I'm such a uh, old school, I'm always pulling for the original, and so it's transition time. <laughs> I didn't. I've never heard the theory before. Yeah, but yeah, I think you're right, dude. It's just I, just just putting some thoughts together. I think you're right. I wish people could see your face right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing about this is a side note for you. My favorite thing about teaching or speaking is the look on somebody's face when they get it. And I just said this and and mean it and I've thought it for years, but folks, I wish you could see Clayton's face. It, it was these big eyes and and this idea of, "Oh. Oh dude, this is true." All my breakups have been in the spring, dude. Clay, I think there is something to it. I, I, I am, I am assured that that's the case because there's a comfort for people. Yeah, with with the rest of it, and you get to spring, and it's just, it's hard. It's weird. It's different. People are thinking, will we make it through the summer? Do I need something new? Um, and was the was the winter that fun? <laughs> And so I think there's a lot of uh, lot of decisions. We we spoke earlier about one of the coaches that, that we've been talking about uh, for the FDU coach. Yeah, uh, that all of a sudden my phone gives me the alert and he's taking a new job. 
um, a new job. He got upgraded, so to speak. And it, it's just that time that people are making plans. And, and, and this is a harsh reality. I, and I don't mean this. If you're listening today, I do not mean this to tell you that you're doomed or that it's necessarily over. But people are making plans right now, and they are deciding who's in those plans. They are, they are deciding who's going to be a part of those plans going forward. My caution to you uh, in the listening audience is this. Be careful when you make those plans. Um, really weigh the cost uh, because there are some good people that will get cut off. Don't you think? I agree. So no. it's uh, – it's, uh, <laughs> it's tough. Yeah. yeah. We may turn this into like therapy hour from our past relationships, Clayton, when I <laughs> – we open up the phone line. So so it's springtime. Literally, the light bulb went off. Oh, man. I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. So uh, I just want to have this special word for Tiffany. Clayton's going to be extra emotional tonight. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'll be good. I, I hope. If I'm extra emotional tonight, it's because something bad happened. It's because spring bit somebody else, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's an important characteristic when we look at relationships in general. And this is not the, the Dear Abby show. Again, this is Circle Unbroken, where we talk about faith, business, and community, and, and what makes good leaders and good members in, in those areas of your lives. And, and we talked yesterday about effort, about what it means to give an effort, about to put forth. I used an example yesterday from my oldest son, and I was telling him last night, hey, man, I talked about your feelings on professional sports. And I said, but don't worry, I didn't say your name. I, I just said, you know, my 14-year-old. My and he said, you should have said my name. He said, you, you should have said Wyatt Ayers, uh, age 14, uh, at the such and such school. He said, you should have told him. And I laughed at him and I looked over at him and I was like, to be such a confident young man, uh, to, to be a guy like that. And then I laughed because I knew what I was going to be talking about on the show today. Today, we are talking about confidence. And we're talking about confidence in the middle of, like we said, the, the spring fever. When somebody looks and says, I'm going to make a decision, are you confident that, that you're going to be kept around? And then I laughed because I started thinking about there's confidence. And you know what I'm going to say. Like I, I know exactly um, that you can anticipate what I'm fixing to say. There's confidence, but then sometimes confidence is perceived as arrogance, there, there are people that are just confident, but other people internally, I can be confident, but other people can see that and they can say that cocky son of a gun, right? Like that, that person is arrogant. What, what do you think Clayton is the difference? And we hadn't, we didn't prep this question. What do you think is the difference between confidence and arrogance? Uh, arrogance is, uh, talking to another coach and saying, you know, being very complimentary of their team, saying, you guys are loaded. Right, and right. the other coach looking at you saying, yeah, we are. Right. That's arrogance. Right. Correct. That is arrogance. Correct. Um, there is, there's the confident piece of saying, we're, we're good. Um, we, we've, got, we've got some good players. We're trying to figure it out. Yeah. And then yeah. arrogance is, <laughs> LOL, we're loaded. Yeah. <laughs> this, this happened to Clayton recently. It did. And when you experience that arrogance, mm -hmm. how were you fueled? What did you, what, how did you feel? What did you feel? I literally laughed out loud. <laughs> Maybe said something like this. This guy? 
Yeah, and that's not, and then what comes after that is not radio friendly. Right? <laughs> we might get in a little trouble. Yeah, if we repeat what you said, definitely would not work out on this show. For sure, sure. <laughs> but you can tune in Monday through Thursdays from eight to nine a.m. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, yeah. I mean, it, well, of course. I think when you when you get hit with somebody that's arrogant, uh, and especially when you're competing, you wanna you wanna. Show them up. You want to say, you know what? You're not as good as you think you are. Right. Right. I think that arrogant people, arrogant people are easy to pull against. It's easy to pull against arrogant people. I, Absolutely. I, if I see somebody that's arrogant, um, it's real easy for me to cheer against them. Sure. To, to hope for the human side of me, to hope for their downfall. Um, to say, oh, you thought you were this. You thought you were great, and now watching you lose, there's there's no greater satisfaction. Do you agree with that? I agree. Um, I used to think that way about John Calipari. Now I'm just feeling sorry for him. Oh, man. Yeah. I jokingly said to a guy last night who I know, and he's the kind of guy that can always – he's probably the biggest Kentucky fan I know. And he can always go toe-to-toe with you. Right. And um, I was actually at a ball game and I was up top in the press box and I saw him walking down and um, I just casually yelled down to him, go cats. And he did not look up. He kept walking straight to, to for a second. I thought, oh, he didn't hear me. Now, I didn't double down and yell again. But then you hear him say, that's not funny, Taft. And I went, ooh, ooh, the Kentucky, the Kentucky fan is not okay. Well, a little bit later, I texted him. Yeah, I felt bad. I texted him, and I said, hey, man, I, I was totally joking around. That's usually how we try to cover ourselves. And he said, it's okay. The wound is just still fresh. And he, he was – he might have cried. I mean, he, he might have wept a little bit in the concession stand. And you go from looking at somebody like Coach Cal of Kentucky where it's like, Boom. This guy is so arrogant. Um, he thinks that he is God's gift to basketball. He gets all the five-star players. All of them. It's like the NBA's little academy. Right. And then you turn around now and you're like, oh, man, little, little buddy's not going to make it. <laughs> you you see how somebody has fallen, in he, a sense. Well, you know, my Tiffany, her dad is from Kentucky, big mm-hmm. Kentucky fan. She grew up a Kentucky fan. And she's like, why don't they get rid of Calipari? And I said, it's because they signed him to a lifetime contract. Lifetime. And she said, why would they do that? And I said, because they thought he was the Nick Saban of college basketball. I said, unfortunately, there's only one Nick Saban. Right. That, that's exactly right. And Clayton, said, Clayton says this with no bias, just calling facts, right? I'm just calling it the way I see it. <laughs> now, the flip side of that is confidence. Um, if somebody is confident, man, those people for me are fun to cheer for somebody that says it's go time. Like the coach you were just mentioning at FDU. Yes. Now at Iona. Yes. What did he say before the Purdue game? Do you remember this? Uh, he said it in the locker room Mm -hmm. after their win in the play in game. Correct. So, uh, I think he, he told them they could beat. Yeah. He said that this was his quote. So for those of you that need a catch-up, this man won the play-in game, so that means he's now solidly in the the group for brackets. We we all know it is March Madness. And so he's fixing to play Purdue, the number one team. And he makes this comment that got so much traction. He said, after doing my homework, 
after studying the film and watching them, we can beat them. And and this was like everybody going, whoa, how dare you? That's so audacious. Um, fast forward, he beat them. But it wasn't even calling his shot. It was saying, I'm confident. It, we're we're going to put on our uniform. We're going to lace up our shoes. We're going to go hoop. And, and, and we're confident we can do it. And that's somebody throughout the game. You saw his, his confidence. You saw his demeanor. And it was, we're going to do this thing. And don't forget about the greatest calling of one shot in maybe sports history, which was Joe Namath, part of the AFL, mm. calling mm. that they were going to win uh, in, in, was it the uh, Super Bowl? Yeah. Against the NFL and did it. Straight up said it. Um, Nobody gave them a chance. No way. And it's and it's confident to say you're going to do that. And then when you're successful, it's labeled as, hey, there's no problem, man. He was just confident. If and, and the other side of this is if he had done it and gotten beat 44 to nothing, they would have been like, well, that's what happens when you're arrogant. And so sometimes the results are, are how we do the labeling. But I think the fair piece is – the intention, the, the, the heart of it. Because, I mean, plenty has been written over the years about the need for confidence. Confidence in business, confidence in athletics. Um, if you are an athlete, it's considered an essential character trait. I mean, you want a team full of confident guys. You, you don't want a team of people that are going, uh, I, don't, I don't think we belong here today because then the coach is going to say or anybody in administration is going to say, how can you win if you don't believe that you can? Um, how can you win if you don't have confidence in yourselves? I mean, that, that's an important thing for people. Well, and I tell you somebody, I, you know, I love my kids looking up to. Uh, it's a guy that is down 28-3 to three going into the fourth mm. quarter. Mm. And leads one of the greatest comebacks in NFL, or the greatest comeback in NFL history, Super Bowl history. Uh, right, right. I mean, think about the confidence you have to have to overcome that. Supreme confidence. And if you guys don't believe that Clayton puts his money where his mouth is or that he doesn't want his kids looking up to those people, I was coaching a baseball practice recently, and one of Clayton's children came to the baseball practice wearing – a hat yeah. from the team of one Tom Brady. That's and correct. you don't have a lot of kids showing up in, in hats. And you know, just for the record, uh, you know what my kid's name is, don't you? <laughs> Go ahead and tell them. Thomas. <laughs> Goes by Tom. This is too good. I'm going to now start referring to this young man who's in the second grade yeah. uh, as the GOAT. I mean, just for fun. Uh, he's no, don't you don't want to. You, then you're going to make him arrogant. <laughs> oh, that's where we cross over yeah. from confidence to arrogance. Uh, be confident. Telling somebody to be confident is such generic advice that it is hardly useful to just tell somebody to be confident. So today, for today's purposes, and I, I've really enjoyed this lead-in. For today's purposes, what we want to do is we want to explore confidence in the faith space. 
You, you, you cannot be a follower of a higher power and, and not be confident because you're not really following if that's the case. Uh, in business, you cannot say this is something that we want people to have. We want people to know. We want people to experience if you're not confident that you can deliver or confident that you can, you can piece it together for somebody and deliver on the things that you promise. And then within our communities, we, we want people in our communities that are, watch this, confident and not arrogant. A confident city leader, a, a confident community organizer, a confident fill-in-the-blank with anybody that has a role in a community. We, the person in that role, you want them to be confident in their position, confident in the prosperity of the land and the community and the organization of the people. But we have all been a part of a land of any size where there are people that are constituents, if you will, or people that are residents, and they have suffered because of a cocky leader, because of an arrogant leader uh, that almost treated their, their role as more of a reign. They have almost treated their position uh, as more of a seat of just complete authority and dominance and, and don't question me. Uh, I am here. You are, you are lucky to have me. You know, there's a difference in saying you are lucky to have me and I am blessed or fortunate to be here. There can be a confidence that you belong. I think that's good. Uh, there can be a confidence that you are in a position uh, of power and influence and that you say, I'm going to do something with it. And I think that that's strong. But I think that we need today to take some time to consider the different types of self-confidence in order for those things to, to be useful in your life. And so what, what I want to try to do today is look at just, just four different types of confidence. And, and my hope is that at the end of this session today, people will be able to say, okay, I understand this type, this type, this type, and this type, and I'm going to make an attempt. It might be feeble, but I'm going to make an attempt to rank those types of confidence in the order from least to most useful. A quick rewind for people. The Circle Unbroken is a collection of people that are coming together, that are listening to this, where we're forming a community where people will talk and understand that we are supposed to have a confidence in our life that makes a circle that you cannot break in faith, in business, your communities. I said to that undertaker, undertaker, please drive slow. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. We are back. This is Taft Airs hosting Circle Unbroken, one of our new shows here with Kennedy Broadcasting, and I'm joined by Clayton. How are you, sir? Doing well, Taft. Good afternoon. Man, I think we had a good time introducing this topic. I feel like it was good. I feel like the listener is blessed to hear us talking about confidence, right? That's right. <laughs> now we're going to get into, we, we mentioned at our, at our last session that the idea of confidence, there's a difference in being confident and being arrogant. That the arrogant people, the cocky people, um, you kind of look at it and you think about that old Bible verse of when they said, take heed lest you fall. Uh, the, the person needs to, to look and see that, hey, you're, you've acted like you've got it all going on. You've acted like you're untouchable. And the world is just pulling for you to get touched, pulling for you uh, to fall. The confident person is the person that says, Hey, I, I believe that we've worked hard. I believe that we've done some good things and I feel good about what's led us here. And I'm excited about the next step. That's a, that's a confident person. 
um, I think. And so the first thing, I, I want to rank these four different types. And this is how we're going to go throughout our show today, is I want to rank uh, four different types of confidence. I want to talk about these and, and hopefully look at what each one of these do. And so I'm just going to come out of the gate here with the first one. The first type of confidence that many people have is unwarranted confidence. Now, let me say that again for the listener. Um, this is unwarranted confidence. Uh, another way to describe this is somebody who is also known as cocky or arrogant. Okay. This is a person that is confident to the point of being cocky and there is absolutely nothing to back it up. You have any thoughts when I say that immediately? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I think we all in our lives, come across people like that mm -hmm. or, or, or see it on television. And yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's almost embarrassing. It is. It is. And if people could see your face right now, the, even the face you just made when you said embarrassing, it was like, you just smelled something bad. It's like I watched Michael Scott do something embarrassing on the office. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it, you. It's cringeworthy. It is cringeworthy. And you, you have this feeling for them of I'm embarrassed for you. Correct. And a lot of this, when you see this with grown people, and I'll use our context because we are people on the mic today that we would be described by many, not, not all, but many as grown men. Okay. And if somebody is describing us as grown men, grown men are supposed to act a certain way. The reality of it is that you can press rewind on the life of a grown man and you can go back to being a teenage boy and Teenage boys as a whole, for me, they personify unwarranted confidence. They, they're these guys that are just getting started. They, they haven't done anything. They are confident uh, to the point of being cocky or arrogant when perhaps they shouldn't be. They, they don't have a resume yet. And, and they just have this arrogance. It's a type of confidence that arises from one of two things. These are the two things I want to talk about. Unwarranted confidence comes from either overestimating your abilities or underestimating your opponents or the task that is in front of you. So let's, let's camp out on both of those real fast, Clayton. Number one, the person that has an unwarranted confidence and again, we said we're ranking these today from least useful to most useful, okay? An unwarranted confidence sure can get you in the door. Yeah. It can get you in the door because, hey, they, they look the part. They speak the language. But first of all, they overestimate their abilities. Well, why does this happen? Narcissism. Ooh, yeah, I, I think that's a trait. Because when I hear that description, I mean, I you know, I think I think of politicians a lot of times. Sure, you know, I, I do too. They, 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 you know, they do and say and look how they need to, and then when they get the job, you know, come to find out, maybe it's not what they thought, or maybe they're not what the people who voted for them thought. Right. So right, and it's a it's a nasty combo. It is very nasty. Um, they it, it might be an outright lie of their abilities, or it could be at best an overestimation. An embellishment of sure. who they are and what they are. Yes. Yeah. I may have done a little bit of such and such or this and that, yeah. but I put on there that I was the expert in fill in the blank. Yeah. And, and here, here's what happens. It's, it's not a good thing, and it, 
I'm going to say it this way. It almost always, <laughs> that sounds so deep. Uh, it, that's how I talk to my little kids. Guys, it almost always, but it almost always results in failure. Correct. Um, that, that's what happens. And if you were, this is a rough spot. If you were unfortunate enough, follow me here. If you were unfortunate enough to brag about the outcome in advance, it could be very humiliating. True. Um, I did this with our brackets. We did brackets here. And I always pick the people that I know. If my team's not in it, I can pick the spoiler. I can pick the dark horse, and I can feel good about it. And so you and Drake were in here getting ready for a show. And um, this was back when West Virginia had gone on a run. And they had gone on a run, and folks, West Virginia went out in the first round just to keep up with the basketball here. And I had them running all the way to the end. And you could say, Taft, you know nothing. That's fair. But all the way to the end because I thought this is my shot. Well, I said something in here to the room. I said, don't sleep on Bob Huggins. Don't sleep on Huggy. He's going to do it. And they had just made a run. Well, by the time you concluded your show that day, uh, they were out. And I had, what I had done, folks, is I had bragged about something in advance. I had bragged about an outcome in advance. And what can happen is that it's very humiliating. Now, in this situation, it's funny talking about March Madness. Sure, sure. But in life... It, it's humiliating when somebody does that uh, because you're, it's an unwarranted confidence. You've done nothing to be that confident. And if you hype it up, people will look at you sometimes and you will be all hype. And then that's an issue. Unwarranted confidence also, I think, is dangerous when the person that has that unwarranted confidence is in a position of power. Let's let's speak on that for a minute, and not just politically. Think about the CEO, okay, the, the, the head person in charge who believes that they are infallible and they make risky decisions. They make risky decisions whether or not it's investments, hires, or strategies, or also flip over, Clayton, to I've seen this a lot lately, I feel like. I don't know if it's the season or what. But I've seen a lot of fighters, like people that are at a weigh-in. And, and, and you've seen that fighter who slams their opponent in the media and then winds up, and, and just use this for what it's worth, they, they slam their opponent in the media, they slam their opponent at the weigh-in, they, they do all these things, but then when it's time to get in the ring, they're the one slammed. Correct. And you look at that and it's, uh, it's unwarranted. They're saying, I am this, I am, I am that, I'm going to do whatever. And then, bam, and we're all sitting there going, hmm. Yeah, exactly. exactly. We look at it that way. It's a, it's a pitfall. Um, it is a type of confidence that we're going to rank lowest on the list today as far as usefulness. It can, it can get you an interview. It can get you in the door or to a position um, when you have unwarranted confidence, because people can look at that and they can say, okay, I'll buy, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll, I'll see what it is that you have and that you do. But many people, if you're listening to this today and you suffer from imposter syndrome, something we've been talking about lately, or you're in danger of, of being exposed on something like that, in order to avoid it, you need to seek out brutally. And this reminds me of uh, Dr. Steele's show. We talked about an accountability partner. And you need to seek out 
brutally honest feedback about your true abilities. You seen those singing shows when somebody goes through and we're all laughing and we're thinking, who told them they could sing? Who, who told them that it was a good idea? Was there nobody in your life that said, buckaroo, <laughs> hold on? Well, you need people that will give you brutally honest feedback, don't you think? You need the salmon cows of the world. You do. It, it might be harsh. Yeah. Uh, it might hurt a little, but it's hurting you right now to save you from a huge downfall or embarrassment later. Correct. And and that's what we have with an accountability partner. We said the other day, um, many people think they have one, but you do not have a good accountability partner unless they've ticked you off before. Correct. They've, they've made you mad. They've, they've told you the truth. The Bible is full of people that gave kings or leaders bad counsel, and their, their downfall happened. But then it's also full of people that gave them wise counsel and they didn't like it right here or there, but then we see God's people being delivered or, or something happened when you chose to listen to the right kind of brutality, you know, that brutal honesty yep. is what we could say. All right, so we, want, we just want everybody to know that you may be somebody right now that is confident, uh, but it's an unwarranted confidence, and I'm going to talk to myself, okay? I don't want to talk just to everybody else. If I, it's the old preacher talk. If one finger's pointing at you, three are pointing back at me. You know? uh, but I want people to know that we, not just you, but that we might all be suffering from a confidence that is unwarranted, and we need to check ourselves. Yeah, I, I think it would change the faith space, it would change businesses, and it would change our communities if people in positions of leadership or participation would just evaluate themselves. That's all. Secondly, all right, we've got unwarranted confidence, and then there's another type of confidence that's a little more useful, okay? And that type of confidence is described or, or labeled as pasted-on confidence, a confidence that you can kind of slap on, that, that you can use uh, for almost a crutch, you can almost use as self-help. There, there's a period in your life where if you look and listen to any self-help guru, they will tell you to stand in the mirror and to practice the art of telling yourselves with conviction things like, I am amazing. Nobody can beat me. I can do it. Clayton, I want to ask you, have you ever done any of those things? Absolutely not. Okay. Never practiced it? No. Never have? Nope. Uh, my wife grew up in a family. Uh-huh. where her dad adopted this at an early age and played tapes in the car, okay? Now, you know how I feel about this man. Oh, absolutely. This is my straight-up hero. And he would play tapes for these kids. And he would play tapes for these kids where there were songs, there were statements, and it was, I like myself. I am good. I am valuable. I wish I had them here because they could tell you what they really said, right? And there were these affirmation statements. And now, let, let's be real. It worked. She, my wife is a very confident woman. Yeah. Um, our offspring um, sometimes are on that line 
of confident and cocky. Like you look at it and you'll say, ah, you know, what is this? For everybody who thinks it's my fault that knows me, I'm telling you this story to tell you it started generations ago. Well, lately, my wife has gotten into affirmations. Now, Clayton, uh, she has gotten into affirmations because she has been studying the law of attraction. Okay. And she's been studying the law of attraction of where you say things and you speak them into existence. And so if my kids and my house say something that is negative, she'll say, oh, well, you, you've doomed yourself now with that kind of thinking. For every negative thing that you say, you need to say three positive things. And I, sometimes I question if it's going in. Sometimes I question, I, I question if that works because it's a pasted on confidence. I think it's different strokes for different folks. Sure. Sure. I think, uh, you know, maybe what one, you know, what works for somebody might not work for somebody mm-hmm. else. Well, I, I agree with that for sure. I think that sometimes deep down we might not feel confident. And so it doesn't hurt to brush. I said paste it on. So let's use this visual to brush a thin layer of confidence over the top of our doubts. Now, your doubts are still there. Your, your inabilities, your, your, your fear, they're still there. But if you put some confidence on the top of it, there, I think this is a little bit more useful. You see how we're stacking it? Yeah. This is a little bit more useful than unwarranted confidence. And so I was questioning if this really worked. We had a ball game this past weekend. One of my sons made a play, tracked the ball, went after it, made something that he thought was an MLB type of catch. For the listening audience, with one hand, if that sucker had used two hands, he doesn't drop the ball. He drops the ball. Okay. He drops the ball. It was there on display. It was painful in the moment. We go to lunch, and I'm not the dad that uh, harps on things like this at lunch, or I, I promise you all I'm not the dad that says, buddy, I'm so disappointed in you today for not using two hands. You know, I still, I still love you and care about you. But when we're going back for the next game, I asked him, I said, buddy, what are you going to do different in this game? Well, I'm, I'm going to hit the ball better. I'm going to do this better. He went through all these things. Well, I wanted the answer. I'm going to use two hands when I go and catch this fly ball. And he didn't, he didn't give me that. And so I said, hey, man, why don't you do me a favor? And this is we're getting out of the truck. I said, why don't you do me a favor and catch a fly ball for me? Well, my father-in-law, the one I was telling you about that did the tapes for the kids back in the day, um, he coaches with me. And I love it because he got to witness this. He got to see this full circle generational thing. My son looks up at me, and this is an eight-year-old. And he looks at me and I said, hey, buddy, would you, would you try and catch a ball for me? And he looks at me and he says, I am going to catch a ball this game. And he goes, that's the law of attraction, dude. And it was so funny because he was making the statement, I am going to do this based on what mama tells him all the time about this confidence. Like a good husband, she was gone to my daughter's soccer game. We were divided. I called her. I said, hey, I want you to hear something. Your son just said in front of your dad, I, I am going to catch this ball. And she's like, oh, that's my baby. Like she was pumped that, that he did this. Now, here's where we're going with this. Pasted on confidence. 
things that you say, things that you try to speak into existence, they can crack as easily as an egg, okay? Pasted on confidence can crack as easily as an egg, and it certainly is not going to automatically make you resilient, okay? So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not telling anybody that. However, it can be what I like to call mildly useful. It can be mildly useful in the sense where you can start something difficult, you can face something that is scary for the first time, and you can tell yourself, I can do this. And, and I think it prompts us. It, it prompts us to that point. It's a point where you take a confidence and you paste it on. A little bit of pasted on confidence might help somebody to try something for the first time. It, it might help them try something for the first time to get over it. In that game with my son, what I'm telling you about is that they hit a fly ball. It was a line draft shot. He tracked it. He went after it with a different type of tenacity as opposed to somebody saying this, I don't know if I'm going to catch it or not, Dad. We'll just roll the dice and see. You know, that, that doesn't sound very confident. Saying, I'm going to catch a ball. I, I, I teach kids this at the young age. I'll tell them, nod your head, don't shake your head. Like, I want you to nod your head, don't shake your head. If you nod your head, it has, you have this posture of confidence. And when I work with my youngest, youngest son, uh, I will before he gets up there to hit, I will tell him, I will say, buddy, I need you to get mad. I need you to get focused. But then I want you to repeat after me. I will hit this ball. I will hit this ball. I will hit this ball. Newsflash. We don't know how this season is going to go, but newsflash. He has, in a real game, hit a ball one time, and it was a flying foul ball, and that was it. So it hasn't taken root yet physically, but when he steps up to the plate, you know what he's saying? I will hit this ball, hit this ball, hit this ball. It's so much better for him to approach the plate that way, saying, I will hit this ball, as opposed to saying, I ain't going to do it while I even have a bat. I mean, it's better to make that approach. We see that the result is not automatic, it's not promised, it's not guaranteed. But I want us to know this, in our jobs, in our churches, in our communities, pasted on confidence allows you, like we said, to have that layer of this is possible. This is something that I can do, not what am I doing here? And when we come back after the break, what you're going to hear is that when you have that little bit of pasted on confidence, it will lead you to a point where I believe this third type of confidence that we're going to talk about can and will kick in. Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad Bobby Parks and my great granddad Julian Mays in 1958. We've been family owned the whole time and being family owned, locally owned means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 bikes, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Good day again. This is Taft Ayers, your host of Circle and Broken, joined by my buddy Clayton. Clayton, we have been rolling today through the different types of confidence you feel inspired absolutely (laughs) i'm so glad he said that if he said no we just have to cut the commercial now and pay some bills right (laughs) (laughs) well uh, if you're just joining us or you're just tuning in we have been talking about different types of confidence and we have said we're going to stack these from the least valuable or the least um I guess utility types of confidence all the way to the most valuable and usable. So I'm going to run through them real fast. First, we mentioned unwarranted confidence, also known as arrogance, um, cockiness. It'll get you in the door. You can, you can get an interview or you can get a discussion with somebody, but you've done nothing to back that up. And so that's what we call unwarranted confidence. The second type is a confidence that's a little bit more useful, and that is pasted on confidence, a confidence where you tell yourself, okay, I have doubts, I have fears, but I can do this. Um, you have affirmations in your life where I'm good enough and I'm going to win, and, and you can find yourself making steps towards actually attempting something or doing something so that you can get to the third type of confidence, and that is a confidence that says this. I've already done it and I've already done it confidence or been there, done that type of confidence. We call this experience, but here's the reality folks. Once you have done something once you automatically are in a position to have confidence 
more the second time around. And then if you've done it 10 times, and then if you've done it 100 times, when you've successfully achieved it and you've done it, at this point, you don't even consider the doubts. You don't consider the doubts that you had at the beginning. And then we call this practice. We call it experience. We call it life reps. But you do these things so that, and I love this, so that you can call yourselves automatic. Like you get to that point where you are just good at it. Think about the first time driver. And the first time driver is out there and they're, ah, you're in the parking lot and people are cursing and, and you know, having all these problems. Then you drive more, you drive more, you drive more. And then, Clayton, right now, we'll shut this show down, get in our cars, go wherever. And it's almost just automatic. I was thinking about that yesterday for some reason, mm-hmm. how just how easy, you know, just the process of driving. It is. You know, compared to when you first start, I mean, it's it's a big deal. You're nervous. You're thinking about, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to crash. I don't mm-hmm. want to speed. And it works out. And it gets us from point A to point B with ease. And it's something you don't even think about anymore. Now, there's the danger of going on autopilot. Uh, but it's the idea of saying this, you know, I am confident in this now. Uh, and I started in a place where I wasn't as confident. So this is a confidence of I've already done it. This may seem like it's the most authentic type of confidence. However, I'm listing it as the third most useful type of self-confidence because while it's good for repeating things that we've done before, it doesn't help us grow. Let me say that again. It doesn't help us grow. For that, we need the fourth type of confidence. And this is our fourth and final thing today for you on Circle Unbroken. This is the type of confidence that says this, effort will lead to results. Effort will lead to results. That's why we talked about effort yesterday, and now we're stacking this on confidence today. So if you are trying to encourage your church and you're a part of a leadership team, we hope that you'll get these two episodes and listen to them back to back. You can package them. If you are trying to help in business, we hope that you will use these two together because these are ways that people grow when they understand this. Effort will lead to results type of confidence is the most useful type of confidence because it's the fuel that takes us from not being able to do something to mastering it. A good word to bring into your vocabulary, a good word to say when thinking about your goals and your development with this type of confidence is the word, I want you to hear this one, yet. I think if we would use the word yet, In our everyday vocabulary, this tiny word will teach your brain to develop this type of confidence where effort leads to results. Because you know what it does? It implies that success will happen, right? It it implies that success will happen. It just hasn't happened, (laughs) pun intended, yet. Think about it. I haven't learned how to do that skill yet. Parenthetically, what that's saying is, but I will master it. Then you have this idea. I haven't won a competition at that level yet, but I will in time. I don't know how to solve that type of problem yet, but with effort, I will figure it out. Here's what I want you to know. Self-confidence. We all want it. We all want it because it is attractive. We've all probably received some altogether not useful advice before on the necessity of self-confidence. Like, you need to do this, and this is important because of that. But perhaps today's 
episode. And perhaps the show today has been designed for you so that it'll guide you to identify these types of confidence and help you to develop and to build those types of confidence. If you've heard these today and, and you like them and you're saying, I want to hear more about them, my email address is Taft. That's T-A-F-T at KennedyBroadcasting.com. That's Taft at Kennedy Broadcasting.com. We will come as representatives of this work here and we will talk to your team. We will talk to your church. We'll talk to your organization. We want to help you avoid the arrogance of unwanted confidence. We want you to use pasted on confidence sparingly. We don't want you to get too comfortable in the confidence of I've already done that. And then finally, we want you to realize that effort and time will and can lead to results. Still not feeling confident? Perhaps you just don't feel confident yet. First come rolling for to carry my mother away. Will the circle be unbroken by and by, Lord, by and by? This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. <laughs> 